Just so it's known, there are, (laughs) hello, there are hidden costs of living in New York on top of the more expensive things that you can do in New York, walk out on the street, (laughs) go to a restaurant, have a drink. The laundry situation, it's a jam, okay? You know you've made it in New York City when you have an in-unit washer-dryer or even a washer-dryer in the building. You take a risk every time you take your whites and coloreds to uh, cleaning service. Sometimes they come back with stains in them. Can't tell you how many Ted Jones World shirts that we have, or that I have. Who am I talking about? Weed that I have that have stains on them. It's not chill. But yeah, also other hidden costs: electric, <laughs> cable. I don't even know why I need cable. Well, I need the cable and internet service, which is the same thing. And also, why do they have a landline option? They give you a free landline if you want one. They were like, oh, Ted, I also noticed that you're not using our landline service here at Spectrum. We do have one of the best connections in the tri-state area. I was like, no, mate, get out of here. I don't want a landline. Can you imagine as if having a cell phone isn't stressful enough? Screen time's over five hours every day. And like, I don't even think that's not normal anymore. I remember... I used to look at my phone probably like a year and a half ago. My screen time used to be around like four and a half hours or so, four hours and 45 minutes. And I was like, damn, this is a lot of time to be spending on the phone. I got to put my phone down a little bit. Now it's just the phone time is increasing as I'm recording this. I know Siri's freaking listening to me. It's going to put some device on my phone that probably (laughs) has me, I don't know, using more screen time. But when I switched from the iPhone 11 I had the iPhone 11 SE to now the iPhone 13. I know that the 14 is coming out this week, whatever, but I got the iPhone 13. I even treated myself. I paid like almost a thousand dollars for that. All right. So it was expensive. But once I switched from the 11 to 13, I tell you something about that 13, that big face screen, because I had the button before. I know a lot of people didn't use the button for a while or the button kind of phased out a couple of years ago, but I had the button and having that button, not having the full screen, like not full picture on your screen, it definitely cut down on the screen time. But then once that full screen came in, super bright, I had to change the settings to try and make myself not use my phone as much, but like, it doesn't work. Every phone that they bring out, they're trying to add at least like 10% usage to your screen time. Let me know you guys is this screen time. I would love to know. Ted Jones world at gmail.com. Guys, my appearance right now, it's not great. I've looked better. This is what a 29 year old, just kidding, I'm 30 now. This is what a 30-year-old looks like hungover. I know, I know. On Friday, I had legitimately one drink and I felt slightly hungover the next day. Saturday, went to my buddy's 30th birthday party in Connecticut for the day. Had like two drinks there and uh, just slowly getting over the hangover. Yesterday, as we're recording this, guys, it's Sunday, but I'm going to tell the future here. We're saying, well, today is Monday. Let's not let's not get confused, okay? I'm going to square this up for you guys. Today is actually Sunday. So I think it's appropriate to be looking this hungover on Sunday. But today, later today, is the men's final. And I'm going out on a limb here and saying Carlos Alcaraz already won. He won, man. The match is in three hours. It hasn't happened in our universe yet. But as you're listening to this, guess what? It already has happened. I'm saying Carlos Alcaraz in four sets. He almost lost to Francis TFO, the young American in the last round. And I didn't think TFO was ready for that. I didn't think he was ready to make the finals of a Grand Slam. He's a great player, but this guy, Carlos Alcaraz, 19 years old from España, Spain, for those non-Spanish speakers. He's good, man. Number three seed here at the Open. And if he wins this match, which he did yesterday, I'm calling it. 
He's now number one in the world, and he's 19. So this kid could be around for a while. We'll see. Is he going to break the record of 22 Grand Slams? Eh, I don't know. Each generation of players just keeps winning more Grand Slams. Like if you thought about the era when Pete Sampras won 14 Grand Slams, you would have never thought that three players were going to beat his record in the same era. Those three players being Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, and Roger Federer, of course. Tennis is a great game, and... I really hope that the legacy of the game continues. We're getting more and more great players, but guys, pickleball is jamming tennis up a little bit. Now, we spoke with professional tennis coach Jack Brody a few episodes, and we spoke briefly on pickleball. Let's see what he had to say. Yeah, well, you know, no one ever asked me what I think about pickleball, and I try not to talk about it because I'll get, you know, I'll get canceled, but, you know, a person... (laughs) Personally, personally, I think it's a game. I don't think it's a sport. I think it's a game. And also, you know, Teddy, you know, money, that when you play a match, if you play a tournament, even in the juniors or college, every time you step on the court, you put your heart on the line. You could get blown out. You could be humiliated. You could have a great day. But I mean, you know that you take a chance on having an awful week. If you lose or you double fault with your partner, right? Doubles, you double fault a game away. So every time you step on the court, you put your heart on the line. Pickleball, I played it. Not so much. And I'd have to agree. There's vulnerability behind playing tennis. Think about how easily it is to embarrass yourself when you're playing tennis. I'd say the two sports where it's the easiest to embarrass yourself, where you're the most vulnerable on the field, is golf and tennis. You think about basketball, anyone can hit the rim. Baseball, I mean, you're playing a team sport. Maybe you can play softball instead. People play baseball and softball all the time. Football, while you're throwing a ball to somebody else, it's just hard to be vulnerable in a sport that is pretty easy. Now, I've not even played pickleball, so who am I to speak on how easy the game of pickleball is? You have a 10-foot court, net in between you and five feet. I don't even really know the rules, but the fact that somebody who has played a sport for less than a year can be number one in the world in the sport, and it's not even the 1600s, it's wild. It's messed up. All these other sports guys have been around for hundreds of years. Now everybody in their neighborhood is playing pickleball. I saw this story of this guy in the suburbs. He was talking to a news channel, like a local news channel, and they built pickleball courts like a block away from his house. And since pickleball is played with like a wooden paddle and a wiffle ball, it makes a lot of noise when you smack it. It's like, pop, pop. So this guy's like, ever since I put the damn pickleball courts in the park, I can barely sleep. Pickleball doesn't stop till about 11 p.m. And then people are back there on the court 6 a.m. How am I supposed to get my sleep and get ready for the next day when there's all this pickleball action going on? So I agree with that, man. I agree with that gentleman right there. People need to focus more on tennis. It's a game you could also play for your entire life. This pickleball nonsense, as I'm checking my computer here, it's out of battery. From pickleball to charging your computer. But they're related because I don't know how much people charge for an hour on a pickleball court. Can you imagine private clubs start popping up all over the place? I actually would not be surprised if that happens. Because the real estate you need for pickleball and the amount of pickleball action that people are playing these days, I mean... This trajectory is going upwards. But talking about the U.S. Open was a great event. I was lucky enough to go to the quarterfinals. My dad's neighbor 
got us great seats. So check out that vlog. It was just like a quick two minute mini vlog. We saw Kyrgios versus Karen catching off. Amazing five set match. And also another thing, this tournament, it's insane how late some of these matches have gone. Now, like in the earlier rounds, maybe sometimes they'd end around like 1 a.m. Something like that is fine. Carlos Alcaraz versus Yannick Sinner. They played a five set match and did not get off the court until 3.30 a.m. They had to do the post-match interview on court, or at least the winner did. Then after that, you do interviews. So by the time he gets to interviews post-match, I mean, he showered. He already did the interview on court. What time is it? 4.15? Gets back to the hotel at 5.45. And then what time can you get to bed? 6.30 a.m.? Some of these matches should maybe, instead of starting at 1 p.m., you know, we're starting at 10 a.m. Now, I know usually the day sessions start at 11 a.m., but later on in the tournament, they start a couple hours later during the day. But the U.S. Open is great. For those of you who did make it to the U.S. Open and had a fun time, let me know what was your favorite part. Because I'm sure you had a great time. Guys, as you are listening to this, we've talked about it many times. Today, Monday, I am going to L.A. on Thursday. Part two, bringing a filmer with me, bringing Shuey. You guys have met Shuey before. If you listen to the podcast or seen the vlog, we're going to be doing a couple podcasts out there, vlogs, and two or three comedy shows. We're going to head down to Laguna Beach, get a little tennis action in. That'll be fun. Tennis was a huge part of my life for so long that people still ask me about tennis, which is like a nice little touch. Hey, you still playing tennis? And I regret to say that I don't play as much as I would like to play. Now, I can make a lot of excuses for it, and I think the excuses are valid in general. It's some of the excuses that I went through when I was playing tennis full-time from the age of 14 to 18 and then going to college playing tennis. But being in the Northeast and trying to book a court in New York City, it's very difficult, especially since... All of the courts that are bubbled or heated are going to cost over a dollar a minute. Let's be real. Usually $100 for the hour. Some of these public courts, you can get like a membership, but there really are a limited amount of indoor bubbled public tennis courts. And it's a lot. It takes a good amount of time out of your day to go travel, play. Whereas in Florida, LA, Texas, they just have public courts on every other corner. You get three public courts. People are barely playing on it. That's why other sports thrive in the Northeast. A hockey, basketball, football. I wish I played some football when I was younger. Because during recess, I was dope. I was dope at football during recess. I was a great quarterback. I threw maybe one or two interceptions, but I felt like the receivers that I had, the fifth and sixth and seventh graders, they weren't running good routes. So, (laughs) But that was a good time in my life, I tell you. 14, 15, and 16. And now as we're going through everyday life, as I'm sure you guys know, if you're above the age of 20, it's a different environment than school. School was extremely difficult for me. I had tutors almost every single day after school and I still couldn't get Bs. I still didn't have that 3.0. I didn't have that 3.0 until I got to college. And in college, you know, being on, being on the tennis team, I definitely had some help. More so than in high school. High school is unpredictable. Your head is in so many different places. You think your first girlfriend you're going to marry, which in some cases, maybe you do. But I feel like every year that goes by, each dating app that's added to the app store, it gets more difficult to find one person and stay with them 
for the rest of your life. My grandparents, my grandma and grandpa were married for 69 years. It's amazing. Will we see that in the future? I don't know. This is just a quick sesh, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Check out our vlogs, podcasts, and comedy shows coming up in October when I get back from LA. All right? Thank you so much. As always, heart you. Thanks. Goodbye.